This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by the all-new, all-electric Chevy Camaro. It's a new car that runs on a new type of fuel. The Camaro smelled differently than the, of course, the classic pony car of its age. The Camaro was all the features of a Camaro with all of the inconvenience of having to charge your car instead of filling it with gasoline. The Camaro, available for homosexuals everywhere. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly interlocutive podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handle Breaker. With me today, as always, it's Tab. Welcome Just back, Tab. everybody. Oh. It's like like Prince. Is that a reference to the my appearance on WATP this week? Yes. Yeah. That was a great episode. I had a lot of fun. We reviewed Man Cow. Mm-hmm. We reviewed Tom Myers versus the World. We played some Stuttering John stuff. All the classic parts of WATP. I very much enjoyed it. Go check it out. Episode 280. Uh, you you can't tell based on the editing because Carl did a good job editing it. But uh, the audio during the stream was fucking terrible. And he would just cut out for long spe- spaces of time. Mm-hmm. At one point, he disappeared from from the show to reboot some stuff. And it was just me in his... In his uh, live episode channel chatting with the the chat doing impressions and stuff trying to keep people engaged but at the end of the day the whole episode came out great cool so you know can't i mean yeah if, if I, I would think if there was any uh radio personality you would be great to talk a lot about it would be man cow. Cow. Yeah. or glenn beck or glenn beck yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh uh, boy! Last night we got together for to celebrate your birthday. Yes, and uh, cooked some filet mignons. And holy shit, was that steak good? That was good, good shit. It was a melt in your mouth. Good. Yeah, yeah. definitely well worth the price of admission, which was an over the pants handy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That butcher shop is a weird butcher shop. Yeah, it was a weird butcher shop. I also I tried something new this time cooking steaks. I. I cooked bacon on the griddle. I still had some bacon to cook on the regular grill, but I mm-hmm. cooked I cooked most of the bacon on the on the griddle, and it has a catch pan for grease. Yes. So I just let all the grease go into that catch pan, and then I took it over to the the regular grill and brushed the bacon grease onto the grates before I really started while I was heating up the grill, and it worked about the same as cooking a bunch of bacon with much less of a fire hazard, <laughs> and uh, and also. It was easier, and I, I think I could keep it around, like let the the bacon fat solidify, solidify, and then the next time I want to use the grill, just set it on there as it warms up, get it back to a liquid, and brush it on the grate. So I keep that uh, oiling constant without having to go months in between cooking a bunch of bacon. Smart, yeah, smart. Turned out steaks turned out pretty good yeah. with the method, but I did I did cook some bacon directly on the grill right before I put those steaks on. I was really worried cooking those. Like I didn't want to overcook them. I didn't want to undercook them. I think I got them pretty close to just right. They were, I mean, it was, they were great. Yeah. Also a couple of T-bones. Yeah. I threw some T-bones on there because the, I went to this butcher shop to get the, I went to the butcher shop to get ribeyes, but my work got me, just delayed me all day. So I got there about an hour and a half before they closed. So they were out of everything. They had these fillets and they had, they were out of ribeyes. So I got the fillets and two of them are about the same size. And one of them was a lot smaller. Yeah. So I bought some T-bones as filler and those T-bones turned out pretty good. Too. They were, they were also pretty good. 
and you can never go wrong. I feel it feels um, sad to to go on and on about bacon with the the cringiness of internet culture surrounding it. But I think we're in post post bacon society. We're in post bacon society. Man, it's just so good. I I cooked three pounds of bacon and there was none left over at the end of the night. <laughs> I think everybody like we would go in there into the kitchen to get a, a new Dr Pepper or make a cocktail yeah, or whatever. Grab a strip of bacon. Just grab a strip of bacon and just shove it in your mouth hole. Just, While the so dog good. sat there and watched you and cried. Yeah, but that he wasn't crying about the bacon. He was crying about his ball. <laughs> Uh, well, did you do anything else fun for your birthday? Uh, I went out to uh, dinner with my family. Uh, I also went to the movies. I saw No Time to Die. I'm sorry. Um, we will be doing a before and after on that as soon as Tab watches it. Yeah. Um, I have thoughts about that movie. But I also, I also uh, saw Spectre because I hadn't seen Spectre beforehand. Uh and we talked about that a little bit. You do, you do not remember much about that movie. I don't blame you. That movie came out in 2015. Yeah, and I I don't. I have, you were describing moments in that movie that I had no <laughs> recollection of. I, it's almost like I only remember the trailer moments. Yeah, because I remember the lab at the end and the car chase and the reveal of the thing. The 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 two things I don't like about that movie the most. Uh, probably those oh, three things. The first is the tone. It's, mm-hmm. I, I would describe it as maudlin. It's not de- not necessarily sad or depressing. It would be the right way to put it because you can have you can watch a sad movie and and it'd be good. Mm-hmm. Watch a depressing movie and it'd be good. But uh, it's like a, like a person that is just is always down and never up. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that uh, there's like it's it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like it's got all the trappings of a James Bond movie. Right? It's it's got the globe trotting thing. Yeah. It's got the Bond girls. It's cars. got cars. It's got gadgets. Gadgets. It's got a a bad guy with an evil lair and a world domination scheme. Uh. You know, it's got stuff for Q and Money Penny and M to do. Uh. That's more than just them standing around and. Yep. Giving. And that, that's too much. That's all they do. Hey, welcome, Mr. Bond. Here is this file that tells you what your mission's going to be. <laughs> That's for you. Okay, and now I am going to just sit at my desk while you do adventure stuff. Yeah. Go CQ. Here's a pen. Here is a battery. Here is a phone. Do with them what you will. Yeah. These will all be plot relevant later. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Q. <laughs> uh, it has all those things. Uh, just none of them are... Uh, executed well or interesting there's there's a scene in the movie where james bond is strapped to a chair uh getting monologued to by the villain of the movie uh Mm -hmm. and being tortured like classic james bond scenario yep and the whole time i'm just like i know what's gonna happen uh he's gonna jump out of this and get away yeah but all but it, more than just that right uh you know i knew exactly what was going to happen plus the torture was usually the torture is like oh, i've got this uh, the the one you people think of is i've got this laser and it's you know slowly your junk coming yeah. up to your junk this was like i've got a very specific tiny drill and i'm going to drill into this very specific point into your brain that will 
make you forget you love your Bond girl. Really? That's what his torture is going yeah. to be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Blofeld was not... I don't like Christoph Waltz as Blofeld. I don't like Christoph Waltz I, as a person yeah, or as an actor or as a creature that breathes oxygen and is still alive. <laughs> uh, he I was, would like him as a rug. Yeah. No. I liked him in Inglorious Bastards and uh, and Django Unchained. Uh, but yeah, he's. I don't think he's a good choice. For, yeah. for for a Bond villain. Uh, really, all their, blonde, their Bond villains, I, Daniel Craig's villains, have all been pretty mediocre. Yes. Like, Lashif is... Uh, I think Lashif is only carried by the fact that Mads Mikkelsen's great. Uh-huh. Um, Julian Green in Quantum of Solace is like a little troll man. A little troll troll man wannabe Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. Um Javier Bardem's character in Silva. S- Silva in yeah. Skyfall is just w- Javier awkward. Bardem Javier Bardem doing his weird acting thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Blofeld in this is just falls completely flat so yeah th- there's the scene where like he bonds got him and he's like it's it's always been me james i am the architect of all of your pain and it's supposed I, I felt like the movie wanted it to be like this big reveal moment it's like you're the head of specter yeah all the other people all the other leads of specter are the big bad guys james has killed in the last 10 years Yes, you're saying this, and it's true, but it's not like hitting emotionally. Or no, anything. it would be like your boss saying, "Like I, I create your hell. I write all <laughs> the schedules that that make you work the hours you don't want to work. I'm an evil mastermind." Yeah. Like, no, Doug, you just run the Denny's. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you either that or <laughs> yeah. I know. I complain about you every day. everyone here hates you doug yeah (laughs) everyone oh boy what a what a shitty movie yeah what else do we have happen this week like i mentioned i went on WATP. that had a lot of fun with that go check that out uh other than that man work has been fucking terrible everybody try to keep scheduling events against one another and i'm trying to get people to go work places can't get enough people to go work you live in the Tulsa area and you want to be a stagehand, fucking leave a voicemail. <laughs> oh, God damn. I went I went back to the old place I worked where I was a house staff. Yeah. I went back today as as not house staff and worked a call. That was fun. You haven't been back there since they let you go. Uh, I did go back once because we held interviews there uh, once, but that was But different. you hadn't been, you'd, you'd worked there. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a little rusty on some of my knots. Stu- just stu- you don't do something for two years and suddenly yeah. it's like how, how do i tie a snub line again okay i'm getting back into it um that was fun though is uh they i fa- i didn't well i didn't really meet my replacement but i did yell at him because oh, yeah. he's fucking useless standing around mid-stage texting on his phone while work is trying to get done and it's like hey Asshole, come over here and pull this rope. That way I'm not trying to pull this by myself and these people aren't trying to pull the fucking curtains down, you fucking retard. He knows nothing. 
about theater. I think he got a degree in theater and he knows nothing about it. And so I'm just got to be fucking astounded. Evidently, that's the that's what they wanted for employees. Though they want these like passive, yep. stupid people. Yes, because if you hire a competent person, they're gonna make the incompetent people above them look bad, and then those people will yeah. their heads will be on the chopping block. So yeah. best of luck to them. That you know that makes you indispensable, but it also makes you a liability. Well, good luck. Uh, you want to get into some issues, Tim? Yeah. Here's what I don't get. Resignations. Uh, did you see this story? The New South Wales lady, like Minister of Health or whatever the fuck she was, governor in Australia. Um, there's some weird corruption shit coming to light with her and the whole vaccine stuff. Yeah. So she did what all politicians do and just slid in a resignation letter. Uh, the head of the assistant head of the National Institute of Health or so one of those things. There's some weird fucky stuff with him and the vaccines going on. So he uh, slid that fucking resignation letter across the table. And this is a thing in culture that drives me absolutely insane mm-hmm. is that people get caught red handed doing things that are not good. Yeah. Uh, and then they just fucking slide in a resignation letter and it and we call that the punishment oh the punishment yes. is you they lost their job you lost their job like no there are punishments outside of you losing your job like i don't know you going to fucking jail for the rest of your fucking life and we just let that shit slide yep. all constantly and i i think the reason why is because people don't want to be on the receiving end of when they yeah, have to yeah. give a resignation they want to know they can just bow out and let oh bygones will be bygones and that shouldn't fucking be that way if you fuck around you should find out that's <laughs> that's my motto on on this stuff and i you see it constantly you see it with uh brian williams right he lies about news stories uh, I, I resign. I'm sorry. Still gets to keep his legacy of and Golden Globes and all that yeah. shit, Dan, rather. But what they should be is ridiculed and punished. I remember when we were in high, when we were in high school, they got this new uh, superintendent of, of Tulsa Public Schools, Dr. Zelinsky, mm-hmm. Zolikowski, something with the Z. And he had a lot of lunatic fringe ideas, like putting a boot camp in as a a place where you could punish kids. You'd send them to this 45 day boot camp where it was kid prison where fights broke out constantly. Oh, the street, the, the street school. No, 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 not street, not Franklin Academy. <laughs> I'm talking about another facility where they'd send huh. people and you'd be, you'd be suspended from your school, but you still go to that school. That way the district didn't lose their funding. A lot like the street school. Oh yeah. Uh, so there, he had, that was one of his great ideas that didn't work at all. And some things happened. Uh, I may have been instrumental in some of them, may not have. <laughs> not going to really go into too many details there. But some stuff happened with him. The school district came under a lot of fire. Yeah. And so there was an emergency school board meeting. At the end of the emergency school board meeting, Dr. Z comes out and he's like, I'm tendering my resignation as superintendent of schools immediately, pending, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he gets to go out with his dignity. I I resigned. I didn't get fired for being a total and complete f- yeah, fuck yeah. up. I chose to do this because I thought it was the right choice for me. But 
He still got his five-year severance package that was part of his contract that said, if we fucking fire you, you get paid. He got paid like uh, three-quarters of a million dollars. He got paid an exorbitant amount of money already for doing fuck all. And then he gets this huge severance package, and the severance... he gets the severance package, but like, no, the contract says you only get the severance package if you get fired. If he wants to walk out there in front of the reporters and say he resigned and leave with his head held high, you don't get the fucking money, okay? <laughs> now, if we get to fucking march you out, goose stepped out the fucking door, and we fired this piece of shit because he's absolutely worthless at his job, he caused far more fucking problems than he's worth, and he should be fucking pissed on in the streets, not giving a fucking lick of food for the rest of his life. Don't let him fucking run off to Texas to try the same bullshit yep. again. Then you can be, you can get your three quarters of a million dollars, but you get to leave with a resignation, go to some other school district, fuck that place up, get another three quarters of a million dollars out of your contract. Fuck you, buddy. You don't get to resign and get the, the bonus. You don't, shouldn't get to resign and walk away from your problems. Nixon just resigns. Watergate scandal's going up. He just resigns. Oh, well, we're not going to investigate any further. Why not? <laughs> Why not go for the truth? Find it. Fucking bring it out in the light. Let other people know it's not fucking okay to do this. Because if you can just go, oh, I quit my job. I choose to live my life as a gay man and it all goes away. Then there's not really any punishment for breaking any of the fucking rules. Yeah. It's that it's that two-tier justice system that we have uh, that is absolutely asinine. And it's it's the way these people flaunt societal norms, laws... All for their own benefit. And then when the demon comes calling Andrew Cuomo, I'm going to go ahead and resign. Like, uh, yeah, we're not really going to look into any more of these like uh, nursing home deaths. And that's no big deal. We got him with the uh, we got him with that sex scandal and he resigned. So that's really not even a big deal anymore. No, nail this man to the fucking wall. Put his head on a pike. Outside the governor's mansion, that every future governor of New York can go out, look out the window, see Andrew Cuomo's head on a fucking pike, and go, huh, maybe I shouldn't make any fucking stupid decisions this week. <laughs> but they don't do that. Nope. They just keep on doing what they're doing, and then, oh, I'm going to resign. Uh, my get out, It's a get-out-of-jail-free card. It is. It's, and it's obscene that, that that's what it is. Yeah. Because you couldn't do that. No. You can't do that in real life. Imagine that, right? If so, you get pulled over for drunk driving, and you're just fucking. Oh, I was, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? Like, yeah, because I'm a drunk driving. But sir, I quit driving as of right now. Thank you. Good night. And then you <laughs> I'm just, gonna walk home. Just get out of your car and start walking. You think the cops are just gonna be like, "Well, he's walking home now." Nope. Yeah. No. He he resigned from driving. That's, that's totally fine. You have a good night, sir. Yeah. No, he's gonna take your ass to jail, and then he's gonna yeah. fucking tase you and say you resisted arrest too. Yeah. Uh, Doug, did you steal the till uh, out of uh, register three at the McDonald's you work at uh, for two weeks in a row every day? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're but. You know, I realized that what I did was wrong, so I'm going to resign and keep all the money. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly exactly what it would be. No other job would allow you to do that, it, it, other than like big government service or a really high profile celebrity stuff. The these producers of Hollywood films who get outed with the hashtag Me Too movement, mm-hmm. and 
<laughs> they're just like, oh, yeah, well, you're a rapist. Oh, well, you know, but I'm not a producer anymore because I'm resigning. Thank you. Uh, you have a good yeah. time. If anyone wants to come by my hotel room later, that would be great. <laughs> and I think it's because I also think that it plays into cancel culture, the whole resignation thing. Yeah. Because when you cancel culture wants to get rid of people's jobs, yes. largely. Uh, they they have other things they want to get rid of too. So you going, oh, I committed a bad, I'm going to resign, is you trying to short circuit the cancel culture and also feeds in that system where, yes, when people do bad, they're supposed to lose their jobs. If I perceive they do bad, they should lose their jobs, yeah. let, let alone if they actually do bad. But, the, but the, I, the one that I think is the worst is the corruption when – People like this minister in New South Wales very clearly doing things, pu punishing the populace for her own benefit. That person should be dragged through the streets because if you're not guilty, you have nothing to hide. Yeah. It, but you, you're you absolutely guilty. And if this goes through any kind of public scrutiny, you are going to get nailed to the wall. And a lot a lot of other people involved are also going to get nailed to the wall because that's what the resignation really comes down to. I'm taking all the blame. One person takes the bullet and lets the whole fucking mech machine that's in there churning away at destroying your rights keep going. Andrew Cuomo's out of out of the governorship. This, oh, it's, you know, we've totally fixed this problem of how he killed tens of thousands of New Yorkers with his insane decrees but we're not going to look at the ministers of health or departments those departments of health or any of these these other layers of what caused these deaths to try and figure out where we can make that not happen because we we have the scapegoat he's right here he's <laughs> he's been beheaded he's been sacrificed on the altar to you people now you can go be happy and to go about your lives and we the deep state behind the scenes and our shadow government can continue to steal everything we possibly can from you just short of sucking the literal blood out of your marrow out of your bones uh i in a just and kind world in a world where we believed in decency and honesty and truth and not just paid lip service to that these people would be eviscerated as soon as as soon as the first whiff of scandal started it would just be the, it, a, like a bird dog coming down on its <laughs> on your hunt just cutting through the bullshit and and it would stop people from making those types of decisions because our your self-preservation it's always a risk reward scenario yes yeah uh, why not kill tens of thousands of New Yorkers if I can get a bunch of free money? Uh, if I can, the worst case is I lose this job and then go like on a public speaking tour, lay low for 18 months and then go on a public speaking tour like it never happened. Yeah. There, there's no, and that's your worst case scenario. Why wouldn't you be massively corrupt? Yep. But if your worst case scenario is, oh, I'll be stripped of all of my property and thrown in jail forever with for the slightest misuse of my power you're going to kind of think twice when it's like oh hey here's a big pile of money why don't you allow these drugs to be done you know despite your it's it's all very it's 
it's almost like the 1920s of collusion where these guys are in a mob and you can't get out, but every so often you have to be the fall guy so that yeah. the Don doesn't get taken because if yes. he gets taken, the whole, the whole thing over. goes down. Yeah. Just like in Batman. So you end up with some slick haired fuck face going up there and uh, I'm very sorry for what I did. I realized it caused harm. I've thought about my actions. I'm going to go spend more time with my family and God. And we just go, yeah, justice is served. Case closed. No, what we need is Columbo out there. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, sorry, Governor Cuomo, just one more one thing. One more thing. <clears throat> yeah. And then nail his ass to the wall. That's, I mean, that's why we gave, we gave him his own day today. Today is Columbo Day. Yeah. Because yeah. he discovered America by looking for one more thing. Yes. Yeah. Do you, I love how they call it Indigenous People's Day now. Have you seen that? Yeah. They call it Indigenous People's Day because Columbus Day was insensitive. But back when it was Columbus Day and they decided it was insensitive, they kind of everybody stopped observing it as a holiday. Yeah. So now it's Indigenous People's Day, which is a and holiday that nobody gets no, off because yes. it's not a real holiday. <laughs> so, uh, well, we kind of fucked you guys twice. Sorry about that. Is there a is there a gay Indigenous People's Day? I assume there probably is. Probably. Yeah, they got a gay. They got a, everything you have a, a normal version of. They've got to have a gay day of too. Well, yeah, there's like talk like a pirate day, talk like a butt pirate day. Yeah, they've got gay Pride Month, uh-huh. but they also have Gay History Month. Like, why do you fuckers need two months? Women don't get two months. Black people don't get two months. There's not a White Pride Month or White History Month. There should be a White Power Month though. I'm thinking July. <laughs> White History Day is uh don't you fucking say it. March 17th. <laughs> They're going to say every day. That's what Oh I'm, no, I was just saying it was March 17th. What happens on March 17th? Is oh, it the 14th? You're talking about when Caesar died? St. Patrick's Day. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just resign. It'll all go away. Hey, Uncle Buck, um, you drove this forklift into three of the machines we use to run this feed mill. It's going to cost millions in damages. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry. I realize now what my actions were uh, negative. What I should have done was not that. <laughs> uh, and so I'd just like to heartily apologize to anyone I may have hurt who may lose work due to this. But uh, here's my resignation. Uh, and as you can see, I have stapled a Monopoly get out of jail free card to it. So you must allow me to leave. Yes. <laughs> Un- unquestioned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's the it's the it's antithetical to the big like storm out. Right. Where mm-hmm. you the, the guys that work in oh, the subway yeah. Yeah. and he just loses just like, ah, oh, fuck. And <laughs> just like tears off the apron. Gives everyone the finger on their way out, just right out the front door, yelling at the customers as they're walking in, like they piss in the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it's the opposite of that. Yeah. It's somehow, and somehow that guy is the one that we look down upon. Yeah. Somehow. And we look down upon the guy that just has had way too much this week and just snaps and breaks some shit on his way out the door. 
that dude's a lunatic. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, anybody who gets even the whiff of scandal just goes like, I'd like to hand in this letter of resignation. I, I resign effective immediately. I'll be taking my last two weeks as paid vacation. Goodbye. Uh, it's like those uh, cards that police officers g- give out to their friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. Where you, if you flash it, you don't get a ticket for mm-hmm. speeding. Yeah. I need one of those. Make one of those, put it in my business card holder. Yeah. I I want to, I want to have omniscient powers just so I can make the world right. I want to be a Hitler for good. Hitler for good. Yeah. Just a total absolute dictator who will make sure that the rights of and freedoms of the people are completely maintained. And anybody who goes against it is immediately killed. Anybody who uses their power inappropriately immediately killed all these fucking senators that made a bunch of money off of, uh, the stock market before the China virus shutdowns. Those people should be in, they, they should be, have been skinned alive and then put in a room to grow their skin back. And once their skin's all grown back and they're back to normal, they should be skinned alive again. (laughs) In an endless cycle. And then we should rig it so that they shit come and piss shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty fucked up. (laughs) It's kind of fucked up. Anyway, Tim, what's your first issue this week? Uh, Here's what I don't get. Not being able to take a punch. Yeah. Uh, imagine Tab, you got a text from Kevin Feige. Yeah, in like 2018. Okay, and he's like, "Hey, Tab, I would like you, since you're such a big fan of our Marvel movies, to be the, one of the first people to watch uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Hmm. Avengers: Infinity War is coming out in late April." Yeah, uh, let's say this, let's say, let's say it's uh, late December, twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and he and he's like, I would like to invite you to come see a test screening of Infinity War. Yeah, and you go. Yeah, right. You go and you, you're like, he's like, now I want to tell you that you know we haven't finished up all the CGI yet, but the edit's pretty much in place. <laughs> so Thanos just isn't even in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's just—it's not going to look as good as it will be on uh, uh, on release date, but we would, you know, we think that everything else is is there, and uh, you know, there's a, you know, we're gonna, we're going to have to cut the boom out of this shot here. Uh, well, everywhere where Josh Brolin is, there's going to have to be a big purple man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right but, now, we've put a grimace from McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we feel that. Uh, um, the core of the experience is there and you watch it and it's great. You you, you, you can get past a boom in a shot uh-huh. uh, because everything, because uh, the story and, and all that shit is great. Uh, now, if afterwards Kevin Feige asked you what you thought about it mm-hmm. and you said, uh, well, uh, the plot is nonsensical. And uh, the editing is garbage. I could care less if the CGI is finished or not. Yeah. I don't, care, I don't care about that. I would like a good movie. 
CGI or not. Uh, and then Kevin Feige went, oh, well, uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's not finished. Uh, we're going to clean it up later and put, we're going to clean this, a lot of this up in post. And, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot different come release day. Yeah. Would you trust him? No, of course not. Uh, but over and over, it seems like this is what's happened. What happens is, uh, uh, specifically I'm talking about the battlefield 2042 beta that was this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of the series and I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the new installment. Uh, but I, I played that and went, uh, Gordon Ramsay dot gif. It's raw. <laughs> this thing needs to go back into the oven immediately. No, it's coming out in a month. Yeah. If this game were, uh, were a fetus, it would still be legal to murder it in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't care if I have to put everything on low graphics. I, I'll deal with that. Due to your hardware? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the last one, I can run on, on my hardware everything on Ultra. Yeah. This new one looks good. Uh, Fidelity-wise, I have to run everything on medium. Uh, I can get past that. That's a me issue. Yeah. Uh, and... But like you know, there's a lot of people are fans of the series. Do I have have not really liked the beta because uh, I mean it's just it's stuff that won't be able to get fixed in a month. And they're like, well, you know, the beta branch was three to four month was was a branch from three to four months ago. Like, why would you give us? Why would you? Why? 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 So they're pretending that this is a version of the game that they made four months ago, that that's what they're showing you as a beta test, when what yeah. the beta test is supposed to be is a test of what you have currently uh -huh. so you can make improvements. Yeah. Mm, I'm kind of finding that real fucking suspicious. Yeah, like you, you, if you see an advanced screening of a movie a month ahead of time, it's locked in. Like the Wolverine movie, uh, X-Men Origins, right? That its test print got leaked online oh really you don't remember this no back in 2008 whenever i think it was that movie came out and yeah so it, the test print got linked online and it didn't have all the cg like there was and one mm. of the fun the this is before memes i think if it had been 10 years later this this version would be everywhere yeah. but like there's a scene where um Sabretooth is looking down the window at cyclops and his hands are there, right? And then, like, a little thing pops up and goes, Sabretooth's claws grow out or fingernails grow. Oh, okay. And then when he, you know, blasts the whole school open, I think that was still in a pretty medium previous. Previs, yeah. But all the plot beats were there. Yes. All, most of the shots were already locked in, even for CG, and yeah. they had the fillers in the movie. And people were like, this is dog shit. And they say, well, this that leak screening really ruined it. People didn't see the full effect of the CG, but it's like, no, what ruined it is the fact that the movie's kind of dumb. And you put, <laughs> uh, who, who killed Roger rabbit, who framed Roger rabbit claws on Wolverine for some in, reason. in a bathroom scene. Yeah. Uh, in a close up one shot. Yep. Uh, so, you know, this, the, the base, it was just the weekend and they're like, you know, it was, uh, you know, this is a three. We're, they they had to be like, 
Well, let me explain it to you like a fear of five-year-old, okay? No, because you're stupid. Yeah, you're, you're, you're stupid. stupid to understand how your hobby works. Yeah, uh, they had to do that. And then they're like, and all these personal attacks are a reason uh, why more like game developers don't like... Uh, do betas? Don't don't uh, communicate with fans as much. Like, how about, how about you don't put out something shitty and then people won't laugh complain. at you for it yeah. or complain? Yeah. <laughs> do you see people bitching and moaning about the Arkham Asylum games? People that don't like it. Yeah. Sure. Do you you do you see people bitching and moaning about Bethesda games prior to Skyrim when they started releasing just buggy as fuck stuff? No. Ah oh, god, the entitled attitude that people have now with this type of stuff, right? Yeah. Where they won't even admit an ounce of failure on their nope. part. That's why the Sonic thing was so shocking. Shocking. When yep. they're like, yeah, we tried to go more realistic and we moved away from the character and we hear you. So we're going to give this movie another six months of uh, time to yep. redo the Sonic model. And the movie was fine. The movie's fine. Yeah. It probably been a fine movie with the weird model. I understand yep. what they were going for. Yes. But they were willing to admit that they didn't have it fully figured out. Yep. And I think we got a better movie because of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand them wanting to say, well, this is an old version of the, this is an old version. An of old the, build. Yeah. Know, but the first thing you should say is we hear you. You're absolutely right. We're going to work on just pick, pick the top three issues that you're yep. seeing in your feedback. Uh, we're going to work on stabilizing the frame rate better than what we showed you. We're going to work on better collisions than what we showed you. We're going to work on better variety and balancing the power out. There you go. Ba yeah. Balancing the loadouts. Uh, that's going to be our focus for the next month. Fuck, if those were the problems, I, I would have played more than fucking three, three or four matches of this shit. What were the problems? Uh, I mean, number one was bugs. I mean, just, I mean like clear visible like uh like anytime i got shot at by a helicopter or I, I would see a helicopter shooting i mean i just you, the tracer rounds just floating in the sky oh yeah on the ground uh fucking uh dead people just like their car blew up and they're just they're the guy their model is just sitting there like he's driving the car just still in the floating in the floating air. in the air mm. um the animation on climbing a ladder uh, is two frames, literally two frames. It's your guy, one hand up, one leg up, and your and other the guy, opposite. the opposite. It's that back and forth. <laughs> I've seen better early access games. I've seen the early access games in better condition than this. This is the other problem is with this Battlefield one. This isn't their first one of these, and they're not a small studio. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of this would be forgivable for, like, Roger and Doug's little video game yep. that they're making in their basement and put out on Steam in early access. Like, hey, you guys have these problems. Oh, uh, yeah, we're working on it. We, we only work on this on Saturdays and Sundays when yeah. we're not scheduled to work at Denny's. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is a game that has thousands and thousands of development hours yeah. 
and it's multiple built, studios working on it built on an engine that you've already been using yes some of that what you're describing is stuff that I don't, how do you put that back into the game? Yeah, right? I know. Uh, and that's just like, that's not even assessing like gameplay, the gameplay. Probably, probably the biggest thing I've, I, the two biggest complaints I've seen are one, the reduction of features from past games. God, I hate that leaning. They take, they took out leaning, uh, and just, uh, I mean, just features that the past games have, uh, that made battlefield what it is that this game doesn't, uh, one of which is like they change grenades instead of what happened in, in a game with grenades. What happens when you press G on a keyboard? You throw a grenade. Yeah. In new battlefield, you switch to your grenade and then you have to click fire to throw it. And there's an option in the menu to change un, it to throw, to, to change it to what it should be. Um, no, you should always just be able to tap that shoulder button or the G on the keyboard and just, and then on the, well, on the consoles, they changed it to D pad up. And had no key bindings, no changeable key bindings for it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, but to me, the biggest thing is the UI. Uh, it's, uh, aside from looking unfinished, it is, it has taken away so much of so much, so much information that past games would give you. Uh, you click on a vehicle to spawn into it. It, usually you click on that vehicle and it, it'll say, Hey, uh, noob slayer is driving. Uh, tab is in the gunner seat and there's two open slots. Oh, two's open, two open slots. Great. I'll get into that open slot. Uh, this just doesn't tell you any of that until you spawned in. And if you can't spawn into it, you're like, why I'm clicking. It's, Oh, it must it's be full. full. Yeah. Um, or your guy, right. You go to, you go to spawn in your guy. Uh, all the way back to Battlefield 4, I want to say 3 might have even had this. A little video camera showing you what you showing you what your guys do, what your teammates doing. So, if he's uh running if he's like running into 15 dudes, you don't click on him and spawn in. Oh, I'm shot. I'm dead. <laughs> um oops. Yeah, it's just uh that plus the the fact that they've changed it to make it more modern as in they're following what the popular games are doing and they, they they've they've gone to like you play as a specialist instead of just a soldier yeah your specialist is you know this unique looking dude with a gadget and there's four of them in the game right now uh so that means in a 128 player match <laughs> Which there is, are 30 of, of each of these. Yeah. Including the people on the enemy team who just look like your teammates. They don't even have a color swap for opposite teams. No. Jesus Christ. And the, and as far as I played, uh, the game has a, has a problem with, uh, you aiming your gun at someone and it, and it taking a while for it to be like, you know, that's an enemy. <laughs> Uh, the ping system is fucking whack. They tried to copy the Apex Legends ping system, which is, uh, I would say, revolutionary. Uh, it fucking doesn't work in this game. Uh, it's they spent and they seem to have spent all the all their time on shit that doesn't matter. Yeah, all these fucking new gadgets 
the grappling hook is super fun. I use it. It's fun. It work. It works way better than I thought it would. It's been polished. Um, there's a whole mode that in the game that is, was in the beta, uh, called portal, which is like, Hey, uh, it's like, a. they steal the portal mechanic from portal. No, 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 no. What they did was like, they took battlefield three and battlefield one. So, uh, modern, modern combat, near future combat and old comp old battlefield and uh let you fucking make whatever you want wow. it's like a, you can make all kinds of unique game modes and uh laser guns versus muskets yeah you can do all that kind of shit and it, i mean laser guns wins yeah it's almost like coding there's like a, they have like a like a simplified coding thing that you drag and drop stuff you know um, to make your custom game modes. Seems like they spent a lot of time on that, which is cool. But I would rather have like a fully fleshed working game. Yeah. So you just, you just want the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to buy it when it comes out? No, not, not at this rate. Yeah. No. I'm not going to get Cyberpunk 2077 again. I, I, I mean, no, because I knew that game was going to be buggy as hell. Cyberpunk? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, but uh, I, I guarantee, man, I probably, if I, I guarantee you, if I buy Battlefield 2042 at launch, uh, I will have less fun with it than I did with Cyberpunk at launch. Fair point. Fair point. It's a good issue, too. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, that takes us to another episode, which means time for. This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes to us from across the pond. Uh, no, this is uh, from I think this is Texas, uh, Arkansas. Mm. So not too far from us. Uh, I believe this happened last week. Two white TV reporters were suspended uh, from the KATV local news station after wearing Afro-like wigs on air. Okay. Uh, they wore the wigs during a segment announcing a cold front that was approaching the area uh, that was bringing the city's record high summer temperatures down into the 70s. What does an afro have to do with that? It was a dumb like pun uh, referencing the, quote, return to the 70s. Oh. It was like a one-off gag pun that yeah. That someone at the, the station. Uh, I thought maybe they were promoting right. some kind of disco thing and that, but no, that's just a no, dumb pun. It's a dumb pun. Uh, but of course, um, because everything is political these days. Uh, Do they not know that white people can also have afros? I guess not. Like if, so, if I were just, if I were to ask you, like describe a generic seventies Halloween outfit. It's a, Something with a like gaudy colors, uh -huh. big lapels, an yeah. afro, and sunglasses, and like big platform shoes and bell bottoms. Yeah, bell bottoms, like a tight, like a some sort of tie dye, big belt buckle, big belt buckle, some sort of like like flappy tie dye looking garish thing. Yeah, maybe like a peace sign chain. Yeah, but if I but but even even that, but 
I mean, just even simplifying it, you go to a store and you're like, I need a wig that makes me look I'm from like like I'm from the 1970s. Yeah. What's the first thing you're gonna get? An afro wig. An afro wig. And whatever color hair you have. Yeah. Uh but yeah, longtime news director, uh their longtime news director was fired in light of this incident. And the the two anchors were in uh, Arkansas people are getting upset about this? Yeah. That's fucking wild. That's uh, the more most wild part of this. What is what is stupid? I mean, it's a dumb joke. It's a dumb joke, yeah. But white people can have afro. My dad had an afro when I was born. Yeah, uh, I have I have some very curly hair. I could very easily shift to an afro. You kind I, of had one in high school. I did. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't the biggest offender. That there were two others that had yes much more afro like hair than I did. But yeah, my hair I let my hair get pretty long, and when it gets long, it just puffs out. Yeah. So it's for the most part, it appears straight. It's not yeah. that like tight curl, but uh, well, you're racist for having curly hair. I apparently, yeah. fucking apparently, cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. Well, what's our next news story, Tim? Well, our next news story comes to us from California. Uh, a man wearing full ninja garb attacked members of a U.S. Army Special Operations unit uh, in the middle of the night in the California desert. Uh, were they like on training operations or something uh, well so what happened was uh, this is this was in Ridgecrest California Uh, uh, the victims were members of the the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment Um, they were at the local airport as part of training exercises um so this is uh, this is how this is uh, the event was described. Uh, a staff sergeant was smoking at a late night was smoking a late night cigarette near near one of the hangars when quote an unknown person wearing full ninja garb approached him with a question. The question was, "Do you know who I am?" The sergeant said he did not. "Do you know where my family is?" the man asked. When the sergeant said he did not know. The person in the ninja guard began to slash at him with a katana sword, striking the sergeant in the leg. Uh, the sergeant then ran, jumped a fence, and reached a building where he joined others from his company. He and the captain locked the doors and called 911. <laughs> uh, while the assailant kicked and punched doors and windows. Uh the report came in at 1.19 a.m. to the police department. Uh, the report cited at least one victim. Uh, and then 20 minutes after the initial contact, a 911 call came in from someone from another person at the airport saying that 26 special operations military members were hunkered down in a hangar wondering where help was, wondering where the help was. Um, police officers located the ninja suspect on a nearby road. Uh, the man refused to follow commands and brandished the sword at deputies. Uh, the sheriff's office said projectile rounds were used, but were ineffective. I what? think, which I think, I I mean, I take that to mean like, like in X-Men origins, he was like cutting bullets in half. Yeah. Uh, the man uh, then ran away. Uh, deputies used a taser on him and were able to take him into custody. 
Well, clearly he's not a follower of Raiden. Otherwise, he'd be immune to electricity. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what a what the wildest part to me is that the army guys go run and hide in a room, lock yeah. themselves. I'll lock the doors and call the police. <laughs> oh my god! Like, aren't you guys supposed to be trained killers or something? Fucking train kill the ninja. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got another news story here. Uh, comes to us from Singapore, land of the free, home of the brave. Where uh, there are new sheriffs in, uh, what town is this? Ching Chong, Pingling, Wing Bang? Yeah. Uh, anyway, some uh, some city in Singapore has uh, 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 robots, has, has, has robots called Xavier. Uh, there are these uh, dogs. No, we've seen uh, similar ones. They're like big, big ass, clunky R two D two looking motherfuckers. Okay. Um, uh, these 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 uh, robots have seven cameras on them that enable them to detect undesirable social behavior. All right. Some instances include incorrectly parking a bike, smoking in an unauthorized area, or uh, not respecting social distancing uh yeah so they're running these uh robots around in, in a test run in a test run to see your digital future hell world yeah uh here are some quotes from uh from people these are public opinion quotes uh i think it's good from a security perspective to ensure safety in the society so if anything happens, you still got the f- the footage to track back to. Um, and then came someone with a brain. It reminds me of RoboCop. Uh, <laughs> it brings to mind a dystopian world of robots. I'm a bit hesitant about that kind of concept. Really? I'm not worried so much about a rogue up RoboCop uprising or anything much uh-huh. more than I'm just, this is going to be a huge waste of taxpayer money for a thing that works for maybe six months before the batteries start to go bad. <laughs> and instead of having a five hour patrol, now it's only like a three hour and 10 minute patrol. And then that's not even counting when the thing accidentally drives off into a pond or someone just comes and kicks it over and breaks it. It's just it's stupid for what I, for the, price they're paying for those things i'm guessing in the tens of thousands of dollars you just put a cop where you're gonna put that thing well uh speaking about that uh apparently um singapore is very uh heavy onto uh uh surveillance technology uh Mm -hmm. they already have ninety thousand police cameras and they jesus christ and they're trying to double that number in the next 10 years wow the um do you do you remember hearing about I think Webster it was a robot that was a hitchhiking robot where I think it, it was just it was a dummy. Mm-hmm. I think it might have had some electronics inside of it to see what happened, but basically you'd see this robot on the side of the road and you pick it up pick and it take up. it with you somewhere, see how far across the country you can make it. And it made yeah, it yeah. it made all the way across Canada. It went sure. all over Canada, it was crazy. It made it to Detroit and was destroyed on its first <laughs> night. I think it was either Detroit or Philadelphia. Yeah. 
Well, we got any more news? Uh, one last news story. Uh, this comes. This is uh, in Ontario. Uh, high school students at Eden High School uh, have started a petition to keep their principal at their school. Uh, because a number of concerned parents have been petitioning to have the principal removed uh, for something that she stated on her personal Instagram account. Was it that Black Lives Matter? No, it was um, It was that she listens to Iron Maiden. Wait, that's why she was being removed? She's Yeah, parents are trying to remove her for listening to Iron Maiden. Can't no goddamn Iron Maiden fan teaching my kids? Yeah. Uh, the the petition claims, quote, as concerned parents with impressionable children at Eden High School, we are deeply disturbed that the principal assigned to the school blatantly showed satanic symbols and her allegiance to satanic practices Jesus on her public social media platforms where all the students can see them under not her personal account. They missed, they posted the wrong account. Of course. Uh, our school is based on inclusion. And openly displaying satanic symbols on a public social media platform goes directly against the principles of the vast majority of families who represent the schools. Therefore, it's not, it is not inclusive. Uh, as parents, we are demanding tra- her transfer to another school. Please replace her with another principal who aligns with the values of the families at Eden and will not sabotage the teaching or upholding of those values and will not try to introduce impressionable students to satanic practices or symbolism or kick-ass guitar riffs. That last bit was me. So what they want is they want her to run to the hills. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. I wish... Like, I hate teachers and everything, but sometimes parents are also retarded. Like yes. in this case, uh-huh. none of that. Is she playing it in the classroom or something? No, no. She cruising into school like. No, fuck off and die. It's like a picture of her at a concert. <laughs> That's even more ridiculous. Oh my god, she went to a concert. They don't have a million of those every week. Well, mm-hmm. this has been... Le Réseau Nouvelle Rikida. Définitivement pas de fausse nouvelle. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim, but you know it doesn't take care of? What? Starting a new PTA, where if you say something stupid, your kid gets taken from you, and the, your, the kid is used as a weapon to beat you to death. Just like Jason. It's what, what Jason would have done. Yes, yes. Um, if you want to help us with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show over there. We have five tiers. We have the one buck tier. We get you early access to each week's episode. Plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do here and there. We have our $5 tier. where We do our monthly bonus episode. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film... You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch and record a feature-length commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier, where you get a say in the show. You can ask for special movie commentaries, special bonus episodes, format switches, guest hosts, uh, band callers, band guests, anything you want to do, we will try and do it. So please visit that Patreon page, and we appreciate everyone who supports the show, large and small. You help keep the show going. We do really, really appreciate it. Let's get back to some issues, Tim. And speaking of video games, here's what I don't get. Uh, version 1.0. Mm-hmm. 
I went and replayed Batman Arkham Asylum this weekend or last week or over the course of several days. I guess the last week. And that game is clunky as fuck. Holy <laughs> shit. It's nearly unplayably bad. The combat is so bad. Yeah. They they got the combat so clean. Traversal's bad. Combat's bad. They managed to fix so much when they went into Arkham City with traversal with the and and all of that. The Batman was so bad in Arkham Asylum that I was having hard times getting high combos in that game. Mm -hmm. And then I went and played, I just did the very beginning of Arkham city and I'm playing as Catwoman and just fucking killing it. They like the rhythms better. The, the responsiveness of the controllers better. Like there were times in Arkham Asylum where I would press the counter button and be like, well, you you pressed it like way too early. We're not going to counter. Or I'd press it in the middle of them punching and go, yeah, we're not going to count it. Sometimes punching the guy hitting you would counter it. And sometimes it wouldn't. It was really bizarre. The only way I figured out to, and and if you double tapped the counter, that would end your streak. It's just, it was so obnoxious the way that game controlled. And that's, that, that's everything. Version 1.0 is the Switch, right? They have version 3 coming out now with the OLED the screen. The OLED screen, yeah. Way less bezel. So you, yeah, the you less bezel. Slightly yeah. better, yeah. slightly bigger screen. Uh, OLED, way more battery efficient, so you're going to get longer play times. And I look at that, and I look at the version 1 Switch that had a shit battery. Even the one I have is a, as a version 2 has a better screen than the, the version 1. It's like, why was this acceptable? <laughs> you knew OLED existed. Yeah, yeah. You could have just done this from the beginning, even if it made it cost $400 instead of $300. That'd be way more worth it. We never got a Switch Pro like we like everyone hoped. Uh I think they probably just uh my guess is they just rounded that up into whatever the next Switch is going to be. Yeah. Cuz I think the the leak was like the the most recent leak was like someone was like yeah, like more than fifteen developer developers have these 4K Switch next 4K Switch thing. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is they're gonna be it's gonna be a Switch console that's that's gonna be your 4K model, and then there'll yep. be the the one, handheld a a handheld one that does console stuff, but it's also a handheld that like maxes out 1080p. Yeah, like like a, a newer version of the Switch Lite. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 That it'll be that'll be the switch, and then the switch light will still exist where it's only handheld. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so there'll be there'll be three tiers, but version ones of everything just they're garbage. Why did they call it Windows 3.1? Because everybody would have been like Windows <laughs> One. I don't think so. It's nothing is ever good in its first draft form except for papers you have to write for college classes those are all perfect first time out of the gate no need to rewrite uh-huh. or even reread them uh the version one stuff it's hard to go back to it, it, it is it's yeah. like the first season of a television show you like you you watch your this show you get into season five six seven eight so on and so forth and then for whatever reason you roll back to season one you're just like Wow, they really did not have any of this shit figured out at yeah, this point. Yeah. The first season, season in quotation marks of Seinfeld, the first five episodes, it's on Netflix right now. The characters are all like five degrees off. Mm-hmm. The episodes are weird. There's that weird intro for the Seinfeld Chronicles. Yes. Uh-huh. And then and then season two, it kind of goes, reaches 
normalcy mm-hmm. and it takes a couple seasons for it to like hit that homeostasis of it being Seinfeld. And it does a good job of carrying that all the way through the rest of the series. But very rarely is the first is the later thing worse than the first thing. Very, it, it does happen. Um, for instance, Friday the 13th series, that first movie, it's this old woman killing all these people, and that's really weird and not yeah. really scary, and the reveal is kind of a letdown. But then the later movies where Jason is your adversary, uh, those are a lot more fun yes. than the original. Yeah. I, 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 It's like even this podcast, right? The first test episode, any batch of test episodes, you and me, Buck and Chaco, they're fucking terrible. <laughs> and... Now everything's kind of, it's a well-oiled machine. We've got like a good idea of how long our segments are going to be. We've got a good idea of what types of issues work and what don't work. And you got to find that footing. Uh, That's why a lot of these podcasts that come out, they just kind of shit them out there. Look at you, man, cow. And they didn't do anything to get to like even a version 1.5. Man Cow's podcast, his first episodes, he's shouting at a laptop. He he's got the worst video quality ever because I guess it's I guess it's streaming, but the banners, the lower thirds Facebook questions that are popping up and his like logo that's in the top corner, all that stuff looks crisp and 1080. Uh-huh. And his video looks like it was filmed on a cell phone from the early 2000s over dial-up internet. Like it is unwatchably bad he doesn't have good broadcasting equipment and i'm just you are a famous you're a famous radio host like you should have this stuff in some form you should have a a grasp on it but it's okay like i'm famous so i'm just gonna kind of shit this out real quick uh it it should be the opposite it it, should be exactly you should be showing up these upstarts who buy a USB mic and do a true crime podcast or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Uh, it's And the way we don't have parallelism to version 1.0, like everybody has a podcast now, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody seems to make the same mistake where they go, well, we're going to start off by using just this one laptop and we're just going to talk at the laptop and that'll be fine. And the audio is fucking terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Like you could do the bare minimum here. Two microphones, a little USB mixer. This USB mixer, it has two channels in it. The one we use to pipe our audio into the, into the stream or into Discord. It's got two channels on it. I think it was 60 bucks. It, may, may, it might have even been less than that. I don't remember what I paid. This, yeah. Yeah. this two SM58s. On with two little tabletop stands, you're talking about a three hundred dollar investment. So with some XLR cords and your the computer you already have, yeah, that's the bare minimum to get you to that one point five mark. You don't have to. We didn't have studio quality mics when we first started. No, we had we had cheap mid grade consumer mics for a long yep. time, and then we over time slowly upgraded. It's like my so when I I started doing. Years ago, I started doing um, a number numbering scheme for all of my design stuff for lighting and sound design, mostly sound design, where the first time I do a show and I sit down and I read the script and I write down all the sound effects that I want to do that I want to put in there, uh, I put together that cue sheet and it's called version 1.0. And then 
as that gets updated with the director saying, I don't want this or, or me not finding a sound effect that uh-huh. works or me finding stuff to add in or having to split things up or, or make things all play together as that kind of happened over time. And I built this, built the show slowly up. I add point one, point two, point three, And then the next time I do the show, it's 2.0 because it's a, it's a fresh thing. And I look at the old, uh, my old versions of these cue sheets for this. I take everything that I've ever had and put it into this and then, and then go, okay, do we, does this director want to do something different? Does they, do they want more and more ambience for everything? Do they want less ambience for everything? Do they want more net? And it slowly evolves over time. Yeah. Yeah. But that, Version one cue sheet that I print out to go into my paper tech with the director. I walk into that knowing that this is at the end of today, this is trash. This is going to be a document that is going in the trash because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter any at this point. I'm not married to version one. I'm ready to let it go. And I, like I said, the beta that battlefield beta you're talking about, yeah, yeah. the, they're not even into version one. <laughs> That's why video games suck now, because they release version one and they, they go, okay, this is good enough for now. Yep. And then we'll just patch out all the problems. Yeah. As opposed to the games that we got in the cartridge days or even in the early PlayStation days before the always on internet connection, those were, those are version five, six, mm-hmm. seven, eight that they tested and workshopped and, because version 1.0 is not good enough. That yeah, yeah. version 1.0 is the first one that can like roll up on its uh, balance up on its wheels. It's your first car, it's your first bicycle, it's your first pair of big boy shoes that you have to tie the laces. You can't keep wearing those same shoes, Tim. You need to get new shoes. It's embarrassing. <laughs> and you walk around on your tippy toes in these tiny little shoes, you look like a moron. Get shoes that fit your feet. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got. Well, the the problem is now I have to buy uh, five pairs of shoes, one for each toe. Yeah, I, I. I don't know. I'm. I'm now. I'm not addicted to the status quo. I try not to be addicted to the yeah. status quo, and always letting things change and evolve and grow. And as things get better, and I learn new things, trying to go past that. So I find it frustrating when I see something stagnate and just sit there and do nothing. You're still uh, Maddox is a great example of this. You know, he was a web 2.0 personality in an era when personalities couldn't go anywhere. And now we're in web 3.0 social media. And he just, he couldn't make the transition. The main back to man cow he was a great radio show host when he was filling time in the mornings mm. between songs, but him doing a podcast that's just him talking at a computer and t- and answering Facebook comments, it's just embarrassing. Like, this is not the format. This isn't your format that works. Yeah, yeah. You are trying to, you're trying to take version 1.0 of yourself, which is radio, and put it onto platform 2.0. Yes. And you have to do some rejiggering to make that work. Maddox did not make that leap very well. Man Cow is not making that leap very well. And not that I'm doing much better, but it's, if you're not cognizant of it, you just think, well, this is, this, this has always worked. Then you're going to run aground more often than you set sail. Maybe it's a philosophical thing. You ever run into any one version 1.0s? 
uh, I like to keep version 1.0s around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yeah, it's it's like if you were to uh, show someone the dailies of a film. Yes. And be like, hey, uh, here's the first version of The Matrix 4. It's what it's everything we shot in four months back to back. Or like uh, we just watched the director's edition of Aliens. Yeah, yeah. That movie was fucking terrible. It was already terrible. It was way too long. <laughs> it, it it had all these plot points that get that are addressing aliens way more efficiently. Yep. That movie was saved in editing. The same thing with Star Wars. That it's another movie that was like that where George Lucas turned in this like three hour movie with it had all this stuff, and then his wife goes in and trims it down to just the the normal parts to make that version 1.5 it's so that he could then make 2.0 which mm-hmm. is even worse <laughs> it's it's le- it's knowing that everything is always under editing you can always do a revision yep. there's always room for to to revise things as you find things that work like my the stuff that i carry in my pockets right i i like uh what's the, what they call every everyday carry edc edc and I like to carry different things in my pockets. And over time, I've evolved what types of things I carry, where I carry them. Like I used to carry a little bullet space pen, but it was so small, it was easy for it to fall out and get lost. And it was black, so it would blend in with everything. Uh-huh. So that's not working for me. So I switched to a full-size clicky pen. That is a good click. It's made out of machined aluminum. It feels nice to write with. But... I still like I like the cartridges of the space pens more than I like the cartridges of other of gel pens. Mm-hmm. So I put a Fisher space pen. It's like this is pen version 3.0 here. Uh rearranging what stuff goes in what pockets where, when I buy new wallets, when I buy new phones, uh, what stuff gets added and taken away, what things work for work and what don't. Always being ready to say the the state the toolbox that I carried my first year being a stagehand and the toolbox that well the tool pouch that I carry now are so vastly different, yeah, yeah. but they both got a tremendous amount of work done and I've just refined that over time so that version one is gone, those pieces have been dispersed back into the wind and now version five or six whatever I'm on now, like it really works for what I need, and I'm sure at some point I'll go. Uh, I need to add another tool to this or take a tool away or combine two tools together into something that works better. And being open to that, I think, is what makes you grow as a person. Being open to change and not marrying yourself to version 1.0 on anything. Oh, we also forgot. I have another story to tell before the end of the episode about what we found at Vintage Stock last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we should do that. Do you have any? Do you have any uh, other uh, version one point horror stories? I was I was thinking about when you first said it. Uh, I was talking to my brother the other day, and uh, he was interested in the new Metroid game because you were talking about Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came out, and people are really liking it. Uh, he said, "Well, people are really liking it. Journalists hate it because it has <laughs> no difficulty curve or <laughs> difficulty settings." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was like, he was, he was talking to me about it. He said, and then I was like, uh, I realized that I never really played the original Metroid. 
I remember I remember playing a little bit of it on the Wii. Uh, emulated. Uh, he's like, I I tried to go back to it. And it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it it sucks in the way that most early games do. Uh, yeah, but it's just nothing. Well, you kind of played a little bit of it. You've kind of got it all figured yeah, you out. Just jump and shoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, like, you go to like Super Metroid a couple years later, and it's night. You could play Super Metroid today and have fun. Yeah. Uh, night and day. But yeah, I I thought that was funny. Yeah. Well, what's your second issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get: uh, extremely accurate translations. Uh, I've been watching Squid Game. Uh, oh. I I didn't want to watch it at first because it was popular. Uh, I don't know why because it's right up my alley. Uh, it's it's in a genre that I love. It's it's a it's a micro genre that I love. The survival game genre. It's why I have seen all the Saw movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's why I love Battle Royale, uh, the movie and book and the uh, manga. Um. That subgenre I I really enjoy. Uh, so I'm watching it, and it's a South it's a South Korean production. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is that Chinese or Japanese? Yes. Um, and so the the barest bones plot of that of that of that show is guy down on his luck, money wise, and generally in life. Uh, he joins this underground uh, game to win money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they're talking about how much money the jackpot is, they're like, it's 46 million won or 46 billion won, which is the Korean currency. And so I have to hit pause, turn my phone on, unlock it go to Chrome, go to the search bar and type in 46 million won in. And of course it's like, it's already on there as a Google search result. Cause it's a popular, it's show. A popular show and everyone's having to fucking look this up. Uh, it's when they could just, cause it's subtitled, right? It, I'm watching it. You, you could watch it dubbed. Okay. I'm watching it subbed. Yeah. And Netflix is usually pretty good at having a lot of dub and sub options. So they could just say like a hundred million dollars. It would. It could say one hundred million USD. Yeah. Uh, it could, uh, but it doesn't. Um, which is fucking stupid because I'm watching it in English. Uh. I mean, they don't put. They didn't put it in euros. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't put it in pounds. Uh, they they just kept it as the most accurate version of version the of the text, translation, yeah. which uh doesn't always fucking work. Which is that's also weird to me because they do everything now. Whenever you watch it on Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever, it has six hundred hours of credits because they have the re- regionalizations yes. for all these regions in, yeah. listed in there and all the credits. It's like. You're already going through the process of regionalizing it. This, why not just change that to pounds in the UK or dollars yeah. in the US? It's something I've struggled Kroner, with uh, Norway for a long part of my life. Uh, first off, being you know a fan of 
you know, manga and anime, the, especially in, in back in the old days, uh, um, the, oh, and games too, games go through this too, Japanese games that get translated into English. Uh, there's a certain section of fans that want the most autistic, literal, autistic, literal translation, uh, of the source material, uh, and this got even worse as I went and did, uh, in college, I did translation, uh, and not just of like, I, I did, I did translation of poetry. I, I did Chinese poetry translation. Uh, and something that you learn when you ha- when you translate creative works is that, uh, things there are things that just don't translate without an asterisk and another whole page demoted to like the history of culture and things that uh change language mm-hmm. and uh that's what these certain people want and i've always hated it it's like um what's that movie inside out the one where the, the Pixar feelings one? have feelings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the movie, I think the American version, the pizza that she doesn't like has like broccoli on it. And then yeah. elsewhere it's green peppers or something. Oh, um, yes. yes. Because, because it was more reviled in more places, but regionally the United States has it this way. You have to ad- adapt, adapt for cultural yeah. differences and cultural references too. Yes. Because, like, they have celebrities that we don't even know. Yeah, right. Um, uh, or, like, like, as I was watching Squid Game, there's a scene where the main character is eating dinner with his daughter. And he, and, and because of his financial troubles, uh, he ha- they're just eating, like, you know, street food on the, on the road. And uh, they said the name of the dish in the subs, like in italics, you know, as like, this is the, uh, a specific name for this thing. Uh, instead of going like, we're eating spiced fish cakes in a soy sauce. Mm -hmm. Right. Which, uh, I'm fine with, right. Like that is, is I'm fine with, right. You don't go, you don't watch like, something in Spanish. You don't watch something in well, Spanish when you go, watch movies or they'll be speaking a foreign language and then get to the, one of those words that they don't have in their language. Yeah. So, so, you know, hostile Coca-Cola. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, Oh, I have a ongoing joke with my sister is with my sister. Um, whenever we watch, uh, something in, in, on, on, on the Spanish channel, like, like when the world cup is on, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, all the commercials, um, they're all in span, you know, in in heavily accented Spanish, Espanol. until they get to an Amer- into an English word, right? Um, the 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 change in the tone and inflection from the Spanish to the English is the funniest thing I I I love. Um, 
So he, he's talking like a stereotypical Mexican yes. accent. They'll be like, and McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like almost like it's been just shoved in, in by there somebody else. By, yeah. No, no, no. You're saying it wrong. No. All right. You know what? <laughs> McDonald's. All right. Just <laughs> like catch that in every time in. he's supposed to say McDonald's. Um, but yeah, it, it, it also reminded me of this is a, this is a meme now. Uh, and I hated I hated it when it was a meme and I've hated it now that it's now that it's become a post meme. Uh, I watched the original death note anime mm-hmm. on adult swim uh, when it came out, because that was still back when like, that's how you watch that stuff. Um, but I remember, but the, the, the meme is on a fan sub of it. Uh, there's a scene where the main character says, all according to plan, mm-hmm. right? That's the, that's the, the line and the fan sub it, the sub, it says all according to Keikaku and then with an asterisk and then translators note, Keikaku means plan in Japanese, right? So why is that one word in Japanese still? Because they're one of these fucking autistic weebs, mm-hmm. uh, that pretend that like to pretend they know they 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 know the language just from watching anime, so that became a meme because of the like it's fucking ridiculous. And I was reading something the other day, and they they use that meme when they should have said the word plan. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, I immediately went fucking exit, delete from reading list. Delete system 32. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I can't have you guys can't have you guys putting in memes and so that's that's why I wonder if meme communication has sprouted up more because of its simplicity and lack of necessary translation. Right? You can't translate a meme. No. But I do know that uh other languages have their own memes. They do have their own memes. Yeah. Like uh, Darmok and Jalad at yes, Tanagra. Yes, at Tanagra, yes. The, it's, it's a level of nitpickery that people do that makes it not enjoyable for you, the viewer. Yeah. yeah. If I'm watching a movie and they're talking about robbing 46 million won and I don't know what that is and I have to go Google it, like you, you just taken me out of the movie world. Now, maybe you talk about 46 million won and you uh, go, okay, that's a big number. But if you just said that's a hundred million dollars us, I go, Oh, okay, oh that is I know exactly how much. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know I can conceive of that much money. Yes. And what it does is it gets to the point of what the line is, mm-hmm. which the point of the line in the script is, we need to convey why what the reward is for the risk being taken so that we understand why this character is make, take, making the actions they're making. And rather than me having to go like is because with a lot of the, the Asian currencies, they're st- well, even even not even just them. I was talking to some guy on PayPig and he's in Norway and he's talking about how the new switch will cost like forty seven hundred dollars kroner. Oh, kroner, yeah, at, which is three hundred dollars. Yes, and so 
there is a disconnect there where you could be like, I get make a million kroner a year, and I go, holy shit, this a million kroner a year. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm poor because our currency is dog shit. Like, yes. oh, okay, I see. I don't know that. Yeah, there, there's there's like a, there's an African country where they have a like a trillion Zimbabwe. Dollar. I is keep Zimbabwe? thinking about buying some. You can go you can go on online to on eBay. Yes, and buy. One piece each of Zimbabwe currency. They have the five hundred million dollar bill, and they have all these yeah, other, yeah, yeah. all the way down to one. I think, and it's like a hundred bucks. Like, man, that would be fun to have a stack of Zimbabwe worthless money. Yes, because it's it ends up being like several hundred billion dollars in Zimbabwe money, but it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's funny. I that stuff that doesn't translate. Like, if you you can't call McDonald's. L. McDonald's son. Oh, that whatever. That totally reminds me. Uh, Shang Chi. Yeah. When I saw Shang Chi uh, afterwards, um, I clicked an article that was like the translation in Shang, the Mandarin translation in Shang Chi is not quite accurate. And so I watched the thing. Oh my god! Who the hell cares? And it was it was totally uh, the Mandarin in the movie uses a. Um, like a idiom, like a traditional idiom, mm-hmm. uh, which means what they put as, uh, he was talking to an old looking dude, an older looking person, but he's, you know, very old despite looking fairly young for his age. Shang-Chi is the Mandarin. Oh, the he's Mandarin. lived for a long time. He lived for like a thousand years. Um, and the remember when I saw the movie, he was it was like uh the line, you know, the the subline read like uh like don't talk to me, I've lived longer than you have or something, right? Uh but in, in Chinese he used a an old idiom that said that it was like um I've eaten more grains of rice than you have or something, right? It's a, it's an, it's an idiom that, uh, culturally means the same thing. But if you, if you were to translate it literally, it would be a joke. Yeah. It would, everyone would everyone, laugh. Everyone would be like, Oh, did <laughs> this guy eats lots of rice? Like, what are you talking <laughs> what are you about? talking about? Yeah. It's, uh, when the one of the, one of famous one of these is when John F. Kennedy was speaking in, oh, yeah. uh, in West Germany, yes. it's Ich bin ein Berliner, Berliner, which in German, you don't have to say the ein. Yeah. To say you're from a city, you just say ich bin Berliner. So because, by putting a, yeah. the A in there, it means that he's an object, he's which an object. is a donut. Yes. Berliner being a, Berliner, a type of donut. Yeah. And people think that it's so, that's such a fun piece of trivia and all that. But the people listening at the time knew what he knew meant. Knew what he meant. Yeah. So we like ridicule this man for a, the addition of a what or is that a preposition? It's not a preposition, is it? Uh, whatever fucking part of speech that is, into into a sentence that you know it's an Americanized, Germanized thing. Everybody standing there in the crowd and watching on TV understood what he what he was saying, yeah, yeah. and so now it's just smug assholes on the internet going like, "Oh, actually, actually, so very, very." Yeah. Uh, uh, there's nobody wants to hang out with those people. No. Nobody, nobody 
likes to be around people that nitpick like that. Yeah. You're not going to go into, you're not sitting there in Shang-Chi, right? Watching the movie, seeing how it's not as good as Nobody. I said, <laughs> Critical Drinker did a great review of Nobody. And then he compared the bus the scene bus in fight, Nobody yeah. to the one in, apparently in Shang-Chi. In Shang-Chi they didn't know yeah. about. And they do look visually very similar. They do. But Nobody's actually has weight, whereas yes. Shang-Chi's looked very silly. It, it was pretty silly. But anyway. Uh, you're watching Shang-Chi in the movie theater. Some guy seems to be, oh, you, you bastards. <laughs> With the Patton Oswalt joke where he goes, he's oh, taking the yeah. test and it's uh, about some science thing and he goes physics down Physics for poets. <laughs> he goes down there and chews out the teacher because he put the Chekhov fires, the, <laughs> the phasers, and he's like, yeah, it's been brought to my attention that Sulu fires the phasers if this brought you any trouble with your test taking. <laughs> Like, please, please stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please leave. You know what, Patton? Here's an F uh, on your test. Fuck for fuck you. Now, why don't you go kill your wife? <laughs> uh, some people say Patton Oswald. I love him. But uh, the actual translation is Patton Oswald is <laughs> <laughs> a wife killer. <laughs> yeah. True story. Most of you don't know that. Or, or, uh, like what's the, what's the long neck dinosaur called? You want me to say brontosaurus? Yeah. But they're not, they're like a pat, uh, patasaurus, brachiosaurus. Brachiosaurus, Yeah. There's, and then there's dozens more that I can't remember the names of. And you go like, oh, you know, the the Sinclair logo is a brontosaurus. Well, actually, it's not. That's not a a brontosaurus because brontosaurus, it's the shorthand we use. We all know what we everybody knows. The brontosaurus isn't real that they put in a patasaur head on a brachiosaur body or some stupid shit. Everybody knows that. Settle down. Big ass dinosaur with a long ass neck. I'm talking to my my. Three-year-old kid who's into dinosaurs. Yeah, they know Triceratops, Stegosaurus, T-Rex, and Brontosaurus. I'm not. I'm not going to explain all this to it. Their their toys are not uh, diverse enough to be able to tell the differences yeah. between these species. Only you care about this, Alan Grant. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like when people mistake different year, different cars for Mustangs. You just kind of go like, "That's not a Mustang. That's you made a mistake there." That's a Camaro, but I understand that you 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 understood it's a go fast sports car. Yeah, exactly. I don't 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 perseverate on the small stuff. Yeah, just let it let it be the culture shorthand. Let it make sense to everyone. It's a great issue, Tim. Thank you. Well, this has been here's what I don't get. I'm Tab Burt. I'm Tim the Handbreaker. Till next week. See ya. Bye bye. Here's a good hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on uh, the Discord under voicemail upload channel. Looks like there's nothing new there, but we do have a bunch of voicemails in the voicemail channel. Before we get to that, though, I do have to say, tell this story. Last week oh, yeah. after the podcast, we were talking about going to see Spectre or getting Spectre. And so I said, oh, maybe we can find a cheap copy of Vintage Stock. So we drove over to a Vintage Stock nearby. 
and uh, or those kind of on the way. And we're just looking around. And I've told this story before, too, but I have to tell this story to make this other story make sense, which was yeah. years and years ago, way back in the early 2000s, I got some toys for the big movie of the time, X-Men. Mm-hmm. And one of them, it was a two-pack. It had Wolverine and Rogue, and Wolverine would stab Rogue in the stomach, and her claws would come out her back, and the, his claws would clash. Just like in the movie. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and Wolverine was like the coolest character in that movie and one of the coolest characters in film, and so that was a cool toy. Well, my dad and my uncle, they were having a great time blowing stuff up, and they ran out of stuff of their own to blow up, so they went and raided my toy box for toys, and they found half of a Wolverine who apparently had been broken, and the two pieces that make up his crotch had separated, so he had no legs. Mm. So they blow up Wolverine, and then some time passes, and I'm back over there, and I'm going through my toy box trying to find my Wolverine. I find some legs. Yeah, and I find some crotch pieces, but I can't find the top half of Wolverine. He's not healing like he's supposed to. <laughs> and uh, I come out, and I'm like, I can't find the top half of my Wolverine. And my parents explained to me that my dad destroyed it, and he made up for this by he got me the cool X jet, and he felt very bad. You know, it wasn't a big deal. I do like to point it out because it's fun. Yeah, yeah. but uh, we were at vintage stock, and there on the shelf. Not just in a little bag, like someone sold their toys. Yeah. Sealed in the original package from the 2000s that someone has held on to yeah. all these years and then decided to sell the vintage stock was that Wolverine. And I picked it up. I walked around the store with it while we were looking for other stuff. And we we're about to leave. And I was like, I probably don't need to get this. I shouldn't get it. Tim's goes, no, you have to get it. <laughs> you can't not get it. So yeah. I finally, my life has been made whole again. I have my Wolverine. I'll keep it forever. And I'm putting it in a locked safety deposit box during Fourth of July. <laughs> Got a voicemail here from Adam from Houston. Hey guys, Adam from Houston here. Uh, let me tell you what I do get: screws and bolts and stuff like that. As I'm a machinist and kind of understand how this stuff works, uh, yeah, I would get into like tensile strengths and like the surface area contact and all that shit as to why all these screws are kind of necessary. But regardless of all that, I still fucking hate Phillips head screws for one very specific reason. Bar none, every single girlfriend I have ever had will get the tiniest, sharpest Phillips head bit that they can find and end up stripping out every important Phillips head screw that they have to make it so that I got to go get a fucking Dremel tool, Dremel a slit in the thing to get a flathead to take it out. Fucking pissing me off. Uh, stay furious, y'all. Later. Yeah, right tool for the right job. The other one, the other one that my mom used to do was she would use butter knives for like any tool you can imagine. Yeah. So we had all these butter knives were like bent and the ends Chipped. were fucked up. Yeah. And trying to use them as screwdrivers for no good reason. Uh, just get a just screwdriver. Get a screwdriver. Yeah. Squarehead, man. Everything should just be squarehead. Hello guys, BonyGuy69, just calling in to wish uh, Tim a very happy birthday and four more beers, not four more years. Ah, <laughs> great show, guys. Right. May it continue. Bye. I messed that up last time. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, people who, like, when there's, like, two rows of, uh, like, the gas station, uh, where they don't... Sorry. 
where they tour of the gas station when they only pull up to the first one oh. so that people can't get to the one behind them and our stupid complex is bitch in front of me right now. It's really fucking annoying. I, I like I wanted I, I want it would be make me no like happier than anything if I could just summon the courage to back end her car and explode and kill us all. It would be just amazing. Yeah, so, but anyway. Sometimes they make the the bays wide enough that you can kind of zip between, like three cars could fit side by side. Sometimes. There, so, you, so you can zip between. Sometimes they don't, and you end up getting that thing where you're kind of queued up to go into the gas pumps, and the one closest to you opens, the and the one furthest from you is also open, and rather than that person pull through, they just stop. They you need don't to go fucking, around. They don't consider anybody them face, behind them. You need to go yeah. around and meet them face on. Yeah. <laughs> At full speed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, care if your 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 caps on the other side. You if if it doesn't reach, you know if it reaches, it reaches. You look like an you look like a real tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's I like the I like the ones where the Costco does this where it hangs from the top. It hang no well no it's a regular pump but it has an extra long hose and about three quarters of the way up the hose is a secondary pick point that's in a like a retractable reel so you can that, yeah, that's what, that's stretch what it over, yes. around the other side of your car and all the traffic only flows one way so if there's two pumps open in front of you you're automatically primed to just pull straight through to the next pump and but even the, even there sometimes people don't yep. get it it's very obnoxious hey dad I really enjoyed your coach Nash story and I'm just going to take a wild guess here. I'm guessing two things. Either Coach Nash is a black guy, or Coach Nash is a smoking John Travolta. <laughs> a Saturday Night Fever era John Travolta, probably. Get back to me on which one of those he is. Or uh, even better, uh, get him on the show. You can hunt him down, get him on the show. I want to know what he doesn't get. That would be pretty incredible to get to hunt down Coach Nash wow. as a guest. yeah. Uh, uh, why can't why can't he be both? Yeah, he is both. He's definitely both. Uh, yeah, uh, John Travolta. Uh, he took lessons and uh, taught him everything. You know. <laughs> taught him everything. You know. Hey Tab, hey Dennis, uh, first time calling in. Yeah, that whole Facebook shit. Jesus Christ! You know, I, I haven't used Facebook in well over ten years at this point, so I didn't notice a damn thing going on. You know, whenever Facebook went down either. So I didn't know anything until I was on the way home from work. My dad calls me, and he's like, oh, did you hear about Facebook, blah, 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 and going on and on about it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever, don't care. Then uh, he goes into the whole, oh, well, you know, the stick to the plan shit. Uh, well, you know, they're saying that, you know, the night, the night before there was uh, some some whistleblower on TV, and now Facebook's retaliating, or this could even be a thing where, uh, you know, I'm hearing that they're trying to get Trump back into office. and all this shit. And I told him, I said, Dad, don't, don't you think it's more reasonable that, you know, they probably had a server issue or somebody did something stupid? He's like, oh, I don't know. This shit's pretty, uh, pretty convenient, don't you think? I'm like, no, that, that's how the Internet works. Shit happens. Things go down. So, you know, it's there are people out there that think like you, Ted. There's just not many of us. Take it easy, guys. Yeah. It's always the Occam's Razor, man. Yeah, Simplest. Occam's Razor. Simplest explanation is usually the correct one. Some fucking weird hacker hacked into Facebook, took it down for just a single day, mm-hmm. half of a day or whatever, and uh 
I just wanted to call and say, Tim, I completely uh, relate to your getting old uh, issue the other week. Also, happy birthday. Uh, Fucking at work, one day I we have keyboard trays, and I'm a very tall individual, and they're underneath the workbenches. And, you know, I forgot about it one day, so I rolled my chair full speed and hit my knee, my right knee on the fucking keyboard tray. Fucking next day I woke up, stiff as shit. Like, it, it, it was fun. I, I didn't even, like, put, put the two and two together until about halfway through the day talking to my coworker, and it, it's fucking mind-boggling because I'm going to be turning 32 in, like, three months. It fucking sucks. Yeah. It's amazing how those little injuries yeah. hurt way worse than, like, I, I imagine getting my hand cut off would suck. Yeah. But how hard could it possibly hurt? <laughs> but you, like, catch your toe on the corner of the coffee table, oh, and man. your foot will hurt for half an hour. I remember uh, when I, last time I worked retail, uh, I was bailing a cardboard bale. Mm-hmm. We, had a, we had a... You did the, like, wrap with the metal straps thing? Yeah, it's it, you would throw all your cardboard into a bin, hit a button, it would stamp it down, and you did that until it got full, and then you'd wrap them with these metal things. And I remember I was, uh, I was, I was just throwing boxes into the bin and, you know, I'm throwing empty cardboard boxes into a bin and I, I do this fully outstretching my right arm, but not my left arm. And my shoulder blade just goes like someone had just sliced it open, you Mm. know? Yeah. I will, I will be working and I'll look down and I will have like cut my arm yeah. open and be bleed or someone will go, you're bleeding. And I've got this like horrible scratch and I look at it and go, how did that happen? <laughs> but then I'll, I'll like reach for a drawer the wrong way and jam my fingers into yep. it. And my hand will just hurt for the rest of the day. Yep. What the hell? How, why are you detecting this over the top? And then, and these, uh, this other one, not at all. Yeah. Hey, you skin your elbow and you're bleeding like, huh? I don't know when that happened. I can't even fathom when that. Yeah, happened. Yeah, so I had that shoulder blade thing, and that thing lasted probably the rest, probably the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, but like the time that I was getting bikes off of the top shelf of the in, in the back and fell off of the ladder, uh, healed up in a day. Healed up in a day. Let's go workman's comp suit. Hey. Ah, happy birthday, Tim. Thank you. you. Know? Uh, what's it like being old, you fucking old person? Where's your social fucking security card, man? Or your AARP fuck, fucking old people, you know, that home? fucking grundle pouch? Yeah. Fucking, yeah, enjoy your 30s, man. Later. Thank you. Uh, you said workman's comp. I... It happened, right? I fell down. Someone heard the clatter and came, and I was like, Yeah, it hurts a little. I'm fine. Uh, like, what happened? And I was explaining exactly what happened. And the manager was walking into the back uh, across the room at the same time. He goes, Shut up. I don't want to hear it, or else I'm going to have to write up a report about it. (laughs) Yeah. Always file for workman's comp. Yeah. People who can't close the fucking door. Oh. I have a solid glass 
stranger in front of my regular solid wood, metal, whatever front door. And if the front door is open, the other door will come close. It'll pull itself close like it's supposed to. But if that door is shut, like say somebody's leaving, and they don't push the other door shut, just lock the goddamn door. Whenever you have a blustery, windy day like today in St. Louis, uh, well, that door, the glass door, is going to flop in the wind. And when that happens, it's like a sail, and it pulls on the door frame. It pulls on the air cylinder, it pulls on the chain, and it rips up the door frame every goddamn time it's windy. My door frame is going to bear too many times, it looks like the drug task force is putting a residence here. Jesus fucking Christ, just close the fucking door! My sister has this weird phobia, I've talked about this before, she has this weird phobia idea in her head that uh, there are people looking into our house from outside. So she's constantly closing the blinds in the kitchen. Well, there are. They're called the government. A room where nobody spends any time, really. Yeah. Uh, the cats do like that window, though, because it's on the western side of the house, so it gets lots of sunlight, and they can kind of see birds and stuff. Yeah. So she'll constantly close those blinds. So the other night I come home, uh, last night, last night I came, came home, blinds are all down, because... Someone's going to be looking in the window. Front door, fucking wide open. <laughs> Not just unlocked, open. Like you you are actively protecting yourself from some made-up thing. Hello? But not from real predators. Hello? Who is this? Ah. Oh, it's the robot, the solar program. Yeah. I don't, it takes nothing to make sure a door is closed. And I'm, I like, I'll not close the garage door, but it's the outer, uh, I'll just kind of push it and let it swing and mm -hmm. not really cinch it down. But there's a screen door in the garage and then there's the garage, the garage door. Yeah. So there's quite a few layers. Front door, you push, close and lock every time. Every single time. Those are our voicemails. Got a couple happy birthday wishes for you. Yep. Nobody else got you anything, though. Uh, Fred. Fred sent me a $50 Steam gift card. Oh, that's right. He told me about that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What are you going to buy with Thanks that? Thanks for that, bud. Something with guns and cars and not wee bullshit. Mm, that's a good idea. I promised him, so. <laughs> oh, that was his. He said, he, said, he said, just don't spend it on any anime bullshit. And so I promise him to spend it on something manly no oh, no there you go he's gonna buy gta 5 again God, no <laughs> uh what is that it's been on three playstations now yeah three xboxes fuck's sake well that's it everybody thanks for uh thanks for listening catch you next week